Good morning, D-O-T-M. Oh my God, good morning. Happy May to you guys. Happy May to you guys. Happy May to you guys. I'm up and at it this morning. I set a long-term goal. <laughs> For me, a long-term goal is anything over a week. So I set a three-week long-term goal, which because three, of course, you guys know I love numerology and that number three is complete. So I set a three-week goal, which is 21 days, which is seven times three. Gives you 21 days. So I'm setting, I set a 21-day goal so that I could dance with God for 21 days in a row. So every morning I get up and I dance with God. Because a few years ago, as you guys know, when I was on Facebook and doing my live videos, I told you guys that God, guys, that God said it was time for me to put dancing back in my home. So I am now dancing with God. 21 days is my long-term goal, <laughs> but I hope I do it for more than 21 days. But anyway, guys, this morning while I was dancing, every morning while I'm dancing, I talk to God. We talk about things. He shows me things that he has coming for me. He shows me things that I've done in the past and how I could do them better in the future. We have our just whole little day because I never stop talking to God. So that verse of prayer, that no, that verse in the Bible that says pray without ceasing, I think I do that because I don't really recall sitting down praying ever anymore. But anyway, I just have an ongoing day with God because... He's my number one guy or he, Spirit's my number one girl or whatever you guys want to do who put your names and your tags on everything like black and white. Yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> but anyway, so I was thinking about something that God had brought to a conclusion in the puzzle piece that I had this week. I am now in Prayerfield East. I call the birthplace where I was born, Augusta, Georgia. I call it Prayerfield East. For those out there who need to know where I am at all times, I'm home in Augusta, Georgia. So you don't have to make any fake pages to try to find me. You know where I am. Find me. Period. Anyways, um, that's for those of, those of the people in the world who have to know where I am at all times. Those are the friends that feel like they're not my friend if they are not in the loop with knowing where I am and what I am doing. I don't understand it, but hey, have at it. I gave you what you wanted. So that way you can stop racking your brain every day about me because God is really concerned about you. But anyway, so moving forward, so God and I were out here talking and <laughs> I was going over some things that he had said to me. So I, I, and then I was out here doing my dancing and all of a sudden I get a text from a cousin on my father's side, the Wallace side of my family. Um, which in my heart of hearts, in my reality, the Wallace side of my family does not exist anymore since my father does not exist. The only person that exists to me on that side of the family is Denise Wallace Lincoln. And that's it. There's not another soul on that side of the family that I have to even have on this earth with me as a Wallace, except for Denise Wallace Lincoln. She's the only one who I would keep from my dad's clan. And my auntie, I take that back. I, tell, I just thought about the and my auntie Pat in Texas. Those are the only two people that I would like to keep from that side of the family because those are the only two people that are walking in their truth. 
and having served God. And that side of the family is supposed to be my side of the family that love God so much and know the word. They all been on the pulpits preaching to people about God and saying things about God. I got a brother in Florida who's standing on a pulpit who knows that's against the word of God when he knew he had an art against someone who was said to be his sister. So there's a lot of things that I was talking to God about this morning because my cousin Lee, my uncle Lee's son, texted me this morning and sent me some video talking about watch this before judgment day. I sent back to him, I'm not interested. Have a good day. I just told him a couple of days ago how I felt about him and the things that has happened since my father has passed away and since my father's legacy has been in the lake of fire. So my eyes... Once that girl, once Liz burnt my daddy's body after she did not put my daddy in his mausoleum that he had already paid for. Back in when I was living in Augusta, back on when I lived at eight, there's a number for y'all, 1804. <laughs> that side of the family, being, she, she burnt the whole fucking side of the family. I told them once my dad died, I asked God, I said, God, what does it mean now that my dad is dead? And for those out there who don't know who my dad is, my dad is one of the biggest gospel groups that was ever made in the world. He was nominated for 11 Grammys, won three. He also was a rapist, a child molester, all kind of shit. Peeping fucking Tom. He was every fucking thing. Everything every other man is in this world, my dad was, except for he got rewarded, rewarded for it. And I was the child that got punished for it. Everything that he did wrong, I feel like I got punished for it because he never took a, took accountability to, to look him at himself in the mirror. And because I was a kid and they would always say, Cam, stay in a child's place. That means don't do as the adults do because they so full of bullshit that they ain't real. They want to teach you to do some shit that they can't even fucking do themselves because they lack self-control. So anyway, I'm out here dancing and talking to God and this nigga going to text me talking about watch this before judgment day. That nigga is so far. And when I looked at, I didn't even look at, I just read what he said. And I said, God, this nigga so far out of touch. And he's the one on the damn pulpit that he don't realize that judgment day is gone. He didn't miss fucking judgment day. 2020 was the perfect vision of God. Didn't I tell my followers that 2020 was the perfect vision of God. God was looking at our asses with a magnifying glass. I told y'all 2021 was going to be dynamite and explosive. That means it's going to be, if you have sowed good seeds in your life, good shit finna come to you and don't let nobody tell you nothing different. I don't give a fuck what your situation look like right now. Good shit finna come to you in 2021 if you have been a good person in your life and sowed good seeds. Cam Wallace is telling you what God said. If you have been a bad person sowing bad seeds in God's earth, you will reap a dynamite and explosive negative harvest. Because I said so. God told it to me, and that's what I said. When I told y'all that God said that we made it to the tree of life, this is when my dad died in 2021. I mean, 2020. I told you all that we had made it to the tree of life. I asked God, what does it mean that we have made it to the tree of life? He said, everybody walking around since George Floyd died, Cam, talking about they can't breathe. He said, when I am the tree of life, you made it to the tree of life and the tree of life comes to give you oxygen. The second thing the tree of life comes to do is the tree of life comes to give you food because there's a river, two rivers that run beside the tree of life that makes the tree of life give you fruit for 12 months out of the year. 
Look back at 2020 and tell me, did you not get stimulus and did you not get unemployment for 12 months out of the year? My God never tells a lie. You might not see it because you might be fucking ignorant to him and to his word because you cannot comprehend it. According to John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word and at, at the end of that particular section or that particular paragraph, it said, and they could not comprehend it. See, y'all don't understand God because you ain't his friend. I just sat here and told y'all I get up to just dance with him in the morning. Not just listen to the music and worship him no more. Me and him dancing together now as if he's a human being in this earth. See, I bring God into everything that I do. And that's the difference between me and the rest of these Wallaces that I see out here. These Wallaces are putting on the front for their people and pretending that they love God. But this is what me and God had to share about. I said, God, I said, Christine Wallace Monroe. Yes, I am calling your name Apostle. Make sure I put it like it's supposed to be since you done made yourself an apostle by giving yourself these diplomas or whatever these men out here. But God also said you got to watch out for what the man give you to lift you up. Because if God ain't the one that lift you up, you're going to have a really hard dynamite and explosive fall. So I'm calling your name Auntie in my diary, speaking to my diary. But I'm calling your name. And telling you what I spoke to God about. I said, God, Christine Wallace Monroe, she taught me by embarrassing me in front of the church because she knew that I was not the church kid. She embarrassed me and asked me, what is the shortest verse in the Bible? And even though she was wrong, I'm going to correct her now. She told me the shortest verse in the Bible that day when she tried to embarrass me was only three little Words, God is love. Well, that is three little words, and that is a period at the end, and it is a short verse. But I know two that are shorter than that. There's one that says, Jesus wept. Well, I know that God is love based on the wisdom of the Old Testament. God is love. Based on the wisdom of the New Testament, God is love. Well, Jesus came and said, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believeth upon him shall have everlasting life. Well, after Jesus came to show the love of God, the world spit in God's face again and they killed his son but before they killed him, there's two other short verses I want to share with you. The second I want to share with you, which is shorter than the first, which Miss Monroe, Miss Wallace Monroe tried to teach me. Well, it said after he told y'all that his father was love. And when you look at him, you look at his father. The two words was Jesus wept. After you stood up and told me that God is love and you turned around and you fed me nothing but evil in my lifetime, 53 years. You all have dealt with me as a Wallace, supposedly the same blood running through my body as runs through yours. But on my daddy's side of the family, I'm here to call technical motherfucking foul on y'all bitches. 
and God got me here in the earth to do so. Now, here's the thing about me and God that God knows about me that he might not know about y'all because I don't know it to this day. If I, Kamala Lachey Wallace, has been wrong in any judgment that I have judged upon any man upon this earth, then my God knows that I will go back to that person and I would say, I'm sorry, I misjudged you. And what you do with it from that point on is yours. But I'm calling technical foul on the Wallace clan in the earth today. Yes, I am calling technical foul on the Wallace clan that came out of Colleen, Texas, that lives in Los Angeles, California, that lived in uh, uh, Tyler, Texas, that lives in North Carolina, the Wallace clan that was connected to Richard Wallace and Lee O'Daniel Wallace Sr. I'm calling technical foul because Jesus had to weep for what y'all done done in his earth. All because you have greed in your heart, malice in your heart, discontent in your heart, and all because you do not know the love of God because you playing with God. You don't play with God. See, God let daddy play with him because daddy had the free will because daddy was the one that he gave the anointing to, to go all over this earth and to bless this land and tell the world about him, but then turn around and not worship and love God for himself and turn his back on God. After all that grace and mercy God gave him, even at the end of his days, when he called me and said, Cam, I've been a monster and I don't want to go to jail like Bill Cosby and R. Kelly because I ain't been that bad. I said, well, daddy, if you ain't ready to face and you said you found God and you said you done changed, then you need to let the world know what you done did to these people, children. You got people right now in 2021 still getting psychiatric help for what you did to them back in the 60s and the 70s, daddy. God gave you grace and let you outlive everybody in the group to get your shit together, daddy. So I said to God, the day after the funeral, I said, God, what does this mean for the children of Richard Edward Wallace Jr.? Well, God being so good and mighty, God being so wonderful, so ingenious, so mystical, he just said, Cam, Y'all are in the lake of fire. Some will come out and some won't. That means some will come out better than they went in. And I came out the second day because Mildred Rouse called my name and said, baby, if that means that Kamala Wallace is in the fire, she went already in as a diamond and you ain't getting nothing, baby, but a little polish. So you might as well come on out. And at that moment, when God used that witness who already knew me from the depths of my soul, who's also in my family, but on my mother's side of the family, which I'm going to label as my good side of the family because my grandmother taught me how to walk with God and how not to play with the Lord. 
and don't question the Lord and don't do these things to the Lord so much to it drove me to the Lord to find out about him for myself. And I said, Jesus wept. And when I say Jesus wept, I'm going to put Kamala Wallace wept because I couldn't believe how people act when money is involved. But I don't cry over spilt milk. I let y'all hear that when I made it to Vegas in March of last year. Go back and listen to what that lady prophesied to me. I don't cry over spilt milk. Number one, I don't know what the fuck was spilt because I'm not his wife and I didn't have no control over no paperwork. But Liz already know that my daddy kept all of our social security numbers in that little book and all of his information in that little book. And Christine Wallace Monroe and all of them had to cry fly all the way across the seas and she got to come all the way back over here to make sure her daughter's covered because my daddy did all the things that he did to her, her daughter in the lifetime. Well, if your daughter liked it so much and kept fucking him, that was her goddamn business because she was grown enough to do it. Yes, I am saying it because I said that God has to judge y'all for all the wrong shit y'all done done in his earth, in his name, on his pulpit, in his love. Jesus wept. Yes, he did. Well, I said to God after I talked to uh, uh, my, my, my stepfather, we talked about how Jesus wept. We talked about how Jesus wept. So I put myself in Jesus' place because, God damn it, I am the living God. I am Jesus in this modern-day society. I know enough to know that Jesus and I are one, just like he had enough to know that him and the Father was one. So I tell you today, that the shortest verse in the Bible is just one word. And I'm getting ready to speak it in the name of the Most High as a judgment call for God to now do what he is supposed to do. Like I told my cousin, baby, I ain't interested in watching your little video that you done went and found to get your fucking point across because you can't use your words as a grown-ass motherfucking man in God's earth after you say you some kind of preacher that you stand on the pulpit. You ain't got the words to speak to your damn cousin after you told me, don't lose my mind. Where your mind at, cuz? Where your mind at? Where was your mind at when I called you and told you my brother was calling me everything except for a child of God, and I told you to call my brother and tell my brother the damn truth? But did you call him? No, you let my brother be in offense and you let my brother stand on a pulpit and preach the word of God to other human beings when he is in error in his own house. Okay, I told you about your sister and your stepmother and my stepmother. But what did you do to come to the defense of those that you knew that was the innocent party? You did not say a mumbling word. So. You might want to just be quiet when it comes down to me because now I'm getting ready to tell y'all in this earth, what is the shortest verse in the Bible? One word. And there's several of them. But the one I'm talking about now is I'm going to give it to God over this Wallace clan. And I'm going to ask God, Lord, you make a righteous call. Who is living their truth in your land? Who is doing right by you by living their truth? 
not living in no good and evil, which is of the past, but walking in love in this earth and not in fear. Because, see, fear makes you do things of the lesser value, like steal, kill, and destroy. Those are the things of the murderer and the thief that hung up on the cross with Jesus. And I've already explained to y'all about the cross. <laughs> see, y'all thought that Satan was going to come and steal, but Jesus told you he's coming like a thief in the night. That's why I can't look at your little video, cousin. Because you didn't already miss Judgment Day. Judgment Day was when I sent you the text message and you probably didn't even read it. What I told you what God said. I don't play when I talk about God. I never have and never will. And maybe if you guys gave me enough chance and stopped thinking that y'all was better because y'all was going to church every damn Sunday. And I was not. Y'all thought y'all had something that I didn't have. But see, y'all was playing games and I wasn't. Because while I was in my bedroom, I had a one-on-one -on -one relationship with God. See, what y'all don't know is our grandmother, or so-called matriarch of the Wallace family, Ola Robinson, she taught me a lot of things that she didn't even know that she taught me. Number one, not to be the kind of mother that she was, because she was a strong ruler like the name she named my father, Richard. The name Richard means strong ruler. Well, my name from God is Kabulah. Kabulah means strength. God told me he took me out of strong. Well, if the English dictionary for Richard is true, it didn't mean strong ruler. Strong, I am strength. Kabulah. You can never break me. Number one, because God has been my teacher. Life lessons have been my teacher. I have been in the school of life. And since I was in the school of life and I am a one, a five I am a five-star athlete. I am a five-star athlete in my mind, in my body, and in my soul. And there's nothing that can defeat a five-star athlete. Let's look at a five-star athlete. Well, let's look at the cross again. We have Jesus hanging in the middle of two other star athletes. Well, the star athlete to one of his sides was a murder, and the star athlete to the other side was a thief. They are considered to be one and the same because it says that the thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Well, a thief kills and steals and destroys, and so does a murderer. Well, that particular day, one of them got their eyes plucked out, and the other one said he, Jesus told him that he was going to take him back with him, which was Satan the thief. So that means the murderer's eyes got plucked, plucked out which means he's lesser of the importance of the two of the evils. The evil, which was the thief, which cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. His name is Satan or Lucifer or the dark angel. Anything you care to call him, he is our brother. He is my brother. I have also been in love with him. I have also made love to him. I have been in conversations with him. And whenever he needs to teach me something, he will come back because Satan is considered our master teacher because it is said in the earth for those that are lacking idioms that the details, the devil is in the details, which the devil is in the details. And that means that Jesus, that Jesus is not in the details, that the devil is in the details. Jesus is the detailer because Jesus lets the devil know where you need to be knowledgeable. And there comes in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that we have served ever since Jesus left here before judgment day of the lake of fire, before we made it to the tree of life. My cousin needs to understand that. 
get your ass out of the fire if you're truly walking with God. And at the end, if God comes to me and tell me, go find your cousin and apologize for I was wrong in judging you on the calls that I have made and the actions that I have watched you partake in since my father left here. I call technical motherfucking foul on the Wallace clan. Every last one of y'all, I call technical foul because you stand in God's house. God sent me down the Wrens years ago when y'all was with my daughter and let the man come off the pulpit and say when I open my mouth that God hears every word and he touched me and I fell face down in the house that my uncle had built. Now I heard y'all back down there again and I said, God, I refuse to go, but I'm gonna send God in a moment. As I sit here in Prayerfield East, in close vicinity, I'm gonna send the word to you and I'm gonna let God judge your most holiness, your pristine, one more time. And I told him I've been battling y'all for 53 years in my life. And I don't choose to fight those that I love because God is love. And I told you once in my life that I loved you and I meant every word I said. So I don't want to make Jesus weep. That means I don't want to make your mama cry or you cry. So I give it to God and I'll say the last and the shortest verse for me. Say la, bitch. Say la, bitch. Say la, bitch is the word. Say la. That means think about that shit. Think about what I'm talking about for a moment. That means to sit down and regurgitate all the memories you have of us. All the memories you know about me, regurgitate them. And then look at that smile that was in your face. Look at those loving eyes that gleamed at you. Because see, God gave me a veil when I was born as a Wallace clan. And he closed my vagina as a Wallace clan. So he placed me here as a precious gift to the Wallace clan. Now, as this precious gift, I have been in this Wallace clan for over 53 years, and I call technical foul on the Wallace clan that play church with God people. And Lord, I ask that you say law. I ain't asking you for no damn judgment because you already judged us and you left us in the earth to either get it right or die in it in an explosive harvest. One of the two, God, because that's what you said. You said that we made it to the, to the tree of life. You also said that we, my daddy's clan was in the doggone lake of fire. So that means to me, if we are in the lake of fire, only what you do for God will last. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Holy Spirit. Preach your word. Preach your word through your servant, God. Give me your understanding. Do as you have always done through me and through my mouth. And Lord, thank you. Thank you for their father, my uncle, who said, Cam, the world is waiting to hear what you have to say. Open your mouth and forgive. And God, I sit here in judgment of my own family. I am the wall ace. I am the numerologist in the family. If they want to oversee things, I see you for who you truly are. Number one, and nobody Nobody can be God other than you, the Almighty. I know you like I know the back of my hand, and I know that you don't play in your earth, God. And I'm asking you right now, today, don't go another day, Judge God, Selah. 
Judge on Selah. Don't judge on judgment from some doggone end of some days, God, because you already done told us that love never dies. So if love never dies, then guess what, God? You put a man that you loved in this earth so this earth would never die. It will always be and always be from everlasting to everlasting. And for the ignorant who can't comprehend your love and your word, God, they don't need to be here. It is truly time for Jesus to smile again. Just like when I'm out here dancing and you got the sun and prefer east shining on me. And I look at my shadow and I said, I ain't even dancing alone within myself because I do have a shadow because I am a living being. In the living reality. In God's green earth. And I have sowed some good seeds in my life of love. That's why I said, remember God in all things. Regurgitate your relationship with me the last time you saw me and the love I had in my eyes for each and every one of you. Even the ones that didn't want to hug me because they didn't know that they could be fake like the rest of you. Even when Liz hugged me at the church and her heart kicked me, I said, oh, God, what is she guilty of? Give it to me, Liz. Give it to me. She thought I was talking about cry on my shoulder. No, baby, I was reading your heart. See, what y'all don't understand about me is I can read your thoughts. Because your thoughts are very loud. God reads my thoughts every day and I read his. He's not sitting in the physical earth with me speaking to me. He's speaking to me in my subconscious. He's speaking to me in my third ear. You all only think you have two ears. Well, let me explain to you all here as I explain to my other followers on other social medias like Facebook. For example, you have three ears and you have three eyes. As a spirit being, you have three ears. As a physical being, you have two ears. You have one ear on the each side of your head. You have two eyes on the front of your face. You have an eye for a spiritual eye between the center of your forehead. There's a third eye that is connected to your pineal gland. That is the eye that some people who are called seers or have the gift of sight see with their third eye. You have a third ear, which is in the center of your heart, H-E-A-R-T. If you take the H off of heart and you take the T off of heart, you have ear, E-A-R. The ear that God speaks to us is, is within the center of our hearts. Now, let me explain something to you all who only follow God and not understand everything is associated with God because all is God, almighty. Let me explain something to you. If you only think on a perception of I go to church and I sit there and I listen to what these preachers say and you never pick up the book and study it for yourself. You will never have the comprehension of the word of God because you never interact with the word of God. You never take a moment to say la, which is what I'm asking God to do with my family. I'm asking God to say la. Stop, God. Think about each and every one of us. Think about the things that we're doing out here in your earth to people. Because he says what you have done to others, you have also done to the least of what you have done to the least of these. You have also done to me. So stop and think now, God, what these people putting out here in this earth, pretending like they all good. Think way back, even to when they had the doggone uh, 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 old folks home and they had them old people in their house and dirty diapers and bed sores and sleeping in doggone uh, uh, baby beds. God judge back. God feeding them people um, baby food, but they sitting up at the take table eating all kind of good. Judge back. Go way back, God, to the days in the field when my daddy raped his sisters, God. Go back, God, 
to the days that he raped these people when they didn't went he to open their doors, God, I want you to go back, God. Because everything that I believe that my daddy did all these years, God, I done sat here in this earth and said, God, why you punish me for what my daddies and my uncles do? Because I was in the earth telling them that God was going to get them. I told them that God wasn't pleased with them. And I told my daddy too. And now I'm going to sit here and watch God reverse the harvest because I'm going to tell y'all something. The reason why I ain't crying over spilt milk and the reason why I'm going to let Liz have what she told me out by that pool. That God, that my daddy done gave us enough in our lifetime and that everything that is left is hers. Well, I say, baby, hold it tight. Please hold it tight. Hold it tight as you can, Liz. Write more letters to the lawyers and tell them that my daddy did not want me to have anything. But I'm going to tell you what God said. God calls in an inheritance. And see, when it's an inheritance, that means heaven wrote my name on it, baby. <laughs> Come through for me, God. Heaven wrote my name on it, baby. And see, what it says, it says that a good man. See, y'all was trying to paint him out at that little fake funeral that y'all tried to put on for me. Who, who put it on for me? Did Anthony write that one for y'all or did LaVita write it? Which one of y'all wrote that little shit? Anyway, y'all was trying to paint this man out to be such a businessman. But y'all was so stupid in y'all lies. Y'all didn't think the lie through. You painted him to be such a businessman. And you sat up there and said all this stuff about him. Talking about he was such a businessman. Handled all the business for the mighty clouds of joy. But then Liz going to come in my face. Round that pool and lie to me and tell me my dad ain't have no will. Tell me my dad ain't have no damn uh, insurance. Tell me she spent all the insurance on that little funeral and that little suit that I know she got from the thrift store. Come on, y'all. She ain't have my dad on no jewelry. He ain't hardly have no flowers. Not at that little fake funeral she got unless she had it at the funeral that she had in North Carolina that was supposed to be in Augusta so she could have buried him in the mausoleum that he didn't waste the money on and paid for. Hmm. It's a lot of stuff God got to judge y'all. I got to judge you when you hugged me, when you first seen me with that fake-ass hug, crying that fake-ass shit in that. Look like you had a red dress that you put in the washing machine. That shit turned pink or coral. I'm like, Lord, look at that shit. I'm asking God to judge y'all on all that, even when, even when my, uh, look, my little cousin talking about he don't want to hug me. Talking about some COVID, even when she said we couldn't come to the house because she was scared to get COVID, but she got all them other people and their children and their family, leave, leave people up there. Then going to tell me, well, I would. Then the second lie she told me, I would invite you over, but you know, me and your, ever since me and your daddy been living here, I ain't never unpacked, so we always had boxes everywhere, and I would be ashamed. I said, I touched that bitch on her knee. I said, did you forget I came to live with y'all for a week, and y'all offered me to move in for a year without rent? And I told y'all no because I was working on my relationship with my daddy and I didn't want my daddy to ever talk to me how he just talked to my sister. I think they forget. I want God to even judge when I used to call them on the phone when they lived here in Augusta and they was all in the bathtub together. The mother, my daddy, my little sister, all them in the bathtub taking baths together. I want them to judge how my daddy was so in control of that fucking house and how my little sister got fucking married and she couldn't go out on her own without daddy monitoring her and her husband. Because I know my dad is a peeping Tom and I know when they moved out that house or when they packed up all that shit, they saw the little holes in the wall. I want God to judge all that shit. All that fucking incest. I want him to judge your mama and your daddy 
for letting you move in with my dad when you were 16 years old and be locked up in my bedroom at 3207 Tate Road. I want God to judge your mom and daddy for bringing you to all them concerts as a little girl and pay, let him pay them for you. Ooh, I want God to judge all that shit. I want God to judge the part that you done done to me. How you smiled in my face all these years but been waiting to kill him or do whatever it is that you did. I can't prove it because when I asked you for the autopsy, I got it in writing. You cremated him. Kept telling us you finna take the body to Augusta and put it in the mausoleum when you know you had already cremated him. That might not even be him laying in that doggone thing. Because on the death certificate, it got a cremation date. That might not have been him. They might have put some other man to try to make it up and look like him with a makeup artist. Because I told my mama that didn't look like my daddy land. That ain't look like the last picture you just had sent me. You just had sent me a picture of my daddy, girl. Girl, you done done a lot of lying in this earth, and God has been watching y'all. So I say, God, say, law. Think about it, God. Think about it. Think about it. That's what I say. And I say that an inheritance will always be an inheritance, whether it's in my bank account or yours. Because in my bank account, it's called an inheritance. In your bank account, it's called a curse. Because it's got my name on it. And that means you stole it, Satan's daughter. Thank you. I'm able to express myself freely on my own medium. Thank you for my platform that you gave me, God. And thank you for their father who said, forget about what they did to you in the past and just open your mouth. Let it go. Just open your mouth. All those times when Lithia said I wasn't good enough for God because I wore pants and I didn't go to church and I cursed and I did this. But God had to find a word. Say la. <laughs> Say, La God, come through. Come through. I told you, I will not fight them anymore. I will not fight nobody I love, period. Because I don't want to make Jesus weapon. Who is Jesus them? I don't want to make them cry because I'll make their mom and daddy cry if I have to make them cry. Because see, nobody knows what's really inside of you until you're pushed to that limit. And you don't want to have anybody to have that kind of control of your life. So keep your self-control. Keep your self-control and give it to God. That's what I have done all my life. I've told y'all in this earth, Cam Wallace don't fight fair. I got a friend who sticks closer to me than any friend that I've ever made in this earth. That's why I'm able to say I got me time. It's me and God's time right now, not me and man's time. I don't have to have man following me all over the world. I don't have to have man knowing every step I make. I don't have to know every step another man. I don't have to have a fan in this world. I have a fan in God. And I have a fan in his son. And I have a fan in his spirit. And I know that when I am with him, I am whole and I am complete. And there is no weapon formed against me that shall ever prosper. So stop texting me. Don't keep damn texting me. No, you don't mean me no well. If you are grow, you older than me. Keep your fucking mind. I kept mine. Where your mind at? Where your mouth at? Has God already shut your mouth? Obviously he has because you haven't said a damn word to my family on the other side and correction. If you really walking with God, you're supposed to correct those that you love. It says God chastens those that he loves. So if you love somebody, you got to put them in correction. Because if you don't put them in correction, you don't love them. And that's the word of God.
And that's what I'm saying to you. I'm asking God to say, La, think about him, God. Think about him like you think about me. While we out here loving on one another and dancing and talking with each other, say La to them. Because I don't need them. I don't have a need for them in my life. I really couldn't care less if they be in this world because I don't have to ever see them. The world is big enough. That's how I feel. But you make the call because you're the God. Whatever you see fit for this world, I done told you how I want this world to be. I want people to walk in this earth in love. I'm tired of the fussing and fighting. I'm tired of black people beating up black people, white people beating up black people, Mexican people claiming they black people beating them up. I'm tired of it. And I don't want it in this earth no more. I want people in this earth who are going to walk in love, know how to treat their neighbor again, know how to be nice to people, know how to do things for people, learn how to bother again. I want money to be demolished. I want it to be demolished, and I want people to learn how to work together again. God, I want you to make this earth a better place and a better home for us all. And for those of them in this earth who made it to this tree of life, and who are in this lake of fire, if they don't come out, God, that's their problem because they should have had enough understanding in the school of life that I've been through because we all been walking the same path. You are no respecter of persons, God. Absolutely none. You don't love me no better than you love them. And I can stand here before you, God, and say that with honesty and sincerity. You don't love me no more than you love no other person breathing the same damn air that I'm breathing. You don't have no more respect for me than you have no other. Even though I done been through my trials and my tribulation and you said that I have repaid you in full and all the things that you was going to do for me, that don't mean you still love me no, matter, no more than you love any of your other children out of all the things that I done been through. And that's the truth. And I understand that to be the truth. But there is a difference, God, in relationship. It is a difference in relationship. And I believe if people ain't been good to other people in their lifetime, if they've been robbing, killing and stealing and trying to shuck and jive just so they can have this pretentious lifestyle with these synthetic ass wigs and polka dots standing on your pulpit telling lies, talking about they're possible and sitting up here telling lies, talking about even in his death, he going to still be paying me. See, you done got vengeance for yourself. You done took vengeance out on your own and stood up there and testified in the house of God. You done took vengeance out on your own and stood up in the house of God and testified and said what you going to get. You cannot get paid for your daughter enjoying what she was enjoying. Look at the picture your daughter posted of her and her uncle on her page. If that don't tell you that they was in love with each other and fucking and Liz was stupid as hell. Let y'all come up in her house after y'all been fucking her husband all these years. Y'all all crazy. See how you got to tell one lie and tell 50 lamb lies to cover up your lie when all you got to do is just tell the damn truth. Say la, God. Say la. I mean, say la and say la with the quickness, with reverence and, and the way you are, God, your mightiness. Say la, mighty God. You said some of them was going to come out and some of them what? So let's let's go, God. Crank up the fire. Let's get this done. As a matter of fact, God, you said this is a dynamite and explosive year. Today is 512, God. Let me light the match. Let me light. Let me be the match that light the dynamite. Here we go. 
Let me light the dynamite. All right, God, in your timing, it shall explode. I'm serious, God. I want you to judge this Wallace clan. I, I lit the dynamite. Let the fire get hotter. The refining fire of God. The lake of fire. Y'all come out. You come out. I'm sitting here waiting at the tree. I've been eating fruit just waiting on you to come out. Don't keep damn texting me. No, you ain't got no sincerity in your heart trying to manipulate me. I'm a master manipulator. You can't manipulate a master manipulator. My mama and my daddy was master manipulators. I was trained by the best. And then when I wasn't trained by the asses, I got some book knowledge and some fucking street knowledge. And then God took me on some love knowledge. You can't manipulate me. I'm sorry. You just can't do it. You cannot do it. You cannot manipulate me because I'm a master manipulator. And it ain't nothing you can't plant in my mind that I don't want planted in my mind. Because you was the one who told me to keep my mind where the fuck your mind is at. I'm here to tell y'all. Y'all mess with the wrong one when y'all mess with me. I was the gift. I told my daddy. And I want y'all to hear me good out there, D-O-T-M. Who is D-O-T-M? I am D-O-T-M. I am diary of the mouth. And you are D-O-T-M. But your first word is diarrhea. Go tell some fucking body the fucking truth. Out of all them lies that you done seen in this earth, out of all the rewards that you done seen in this earth, and tell them I said it, and if they got anything to say about it, tell them to come to me. Because I know me and God will be sitting right here waiting for them. I'm telling him because he don't never leave my side. He don't never forsake me. Period. I'm trying to tell you. I've been trying to tell y'all all these damn years that God is love. Now let him judge you. Let him judge you. That's just how I feel. I had to be judged. I had to be punished for my sins. My daddy left here. He didn't get punished for his sin by mankind. But I know God punishes his ass in his fucking mind. I know he punished him in his mind because I seen some of it. Sitting in his house with his fucking gun cocked and got damn bars all on his windows. That was when, when Liz was 16 years old. And he got that girl up in that damn house, locked up in that damn house with bars on the damn window and shit, and his gun cocked sitting right by his damn in hand's reach. And I come over there unannounced one day, and he, oh, girl, I almost shot you. I'm like, what you almost shot me for? Uh, you know, you don't know who, um, daddy, your ass and did so much bad shit in your fucking life, your goddamn fucking conscience killing you. So I know his ass suffered in his fucking mind, or he wouldn't have kept calling me, talking about he a fucking monster. And I'm going to let y'all know out there, Wallace's, in case y'all don't know, out of all the fucking Wallace's in the world that were born, I was the one who was born to forgive my father for his sins. And I'm letting y'all know I forgave him for his sins. So I'm telling y'all now, when she burnt my father, she thought that she was doing some harmful ass shit to us or to him, but she didn't. Because she truly did put him in the refiner's fire, which is the lake of fire. And that truly does mean that that's judgment is with fire. So everything that has perspired, I believe God orchestrated it. And like I told you, I love her because she vindicated my mother. That man beat my mom and put my mom in a coma. He cheated on my mama and did all kind of evil and hateful things to my mother and me as a child. So guess what? 
she vindicated me. So I can't hate anyone who did something that my mother could have done. So I thank God for her. I thank God for her being a, a victim all these years and suffering for her mother and her family to have the things that they want. But I think that she deserves to have some good goodness in life. So like I told her when she was guilty at that funeral, go out and find you somebody that's going to really love you because you've really been a fucking slave. She really might need to get some fucking mental help because I know she probably got Stockholm Syndrome and not even know what to fucking do with her life now that she has freedom. Seriously, I'm telling y'all. She is a victim and she does deserve to have something, but you ain't finna have my inheritance that God put my name on it. Because in your hands and in your daughter's hands and your son's hands, they ain't got my name. That wasn't their fucking social security number. I don't give a damn how many letters you go and fake and write. Try to make me think that my dad ain't have his shit together, but yet and still you come up now with a damn wheel and all. Lady, please. I'm trying to tell y'all, say la, God. That's the shortest verse in the Bible. Say la. That means to ponder, think about it, meditate on it. Take a minute and just think about what I said. Did I lie? Did I tell the truth? Am I right in what I'm doing? Am I cursing myself? Am I cursing them? What am I doing? What in the fuck is this girl saying? Take a moment like God is doing. He's listening to every word I say. Here's the thing about God. The Bible says that the word never returns to him void. It will go out and do what it is sent to do. I said for God to say la on everyone that has been associated with me on the Wallace side of the family. I want God to think about them. And if they serve value, use them. If they don't, well, Jesus was made a sacrifice for us all. So why don't they go sacrifice like Jesus did? Whatever it is that God wants them to do, I don't care, but all I know is this my earth. I am the wall, the wall ace. I'm the head Wallace in charge. And I keep Denise and I keep my Auntie Pat close to me because they walk in their truth. They really serve God with their whole hearts. They live their truth. They were victims of my father, just as I am a victim of my father, and they do not lie about it. But yet and still, the whole family turned against them as well. And that's just because they like to keep up the facade of looking like they're really serving God when they're really not. Hmm. Think about that. While you think about that, have a beautiful day. Know that all is well in Kamala Wallace's land. Know that I am happier than I have ever been in my life. So happy, guys. It's like, just got a new lease on life. When you look at things the way they really are, and then when my dad came to me in January, when I came back, God told me to go to Prayerfield East in January of, of this year. And I came here and I saw my dad, you know, I saw my dad and this nigga is texting me again, y'all. Can y'all believe he's texting me again? talking about it's obvious I'm bitter. I'm not bitter, baby. I'm telling you the truth. I don't want to be bothered with you. I don't want to be bothered with you because you are a liar. You're a cheat. You're a thief. You're a murderer. You don't know God. You don't walk in love. If you cannot stand up for what is right, truthful, what is good, you're not standing with God. You're standing with everyone else. That's just like these people out here that are racist. If people can't say 
you know, that's wrong for what you're doing to black people. Then they're racist. They're no better than the person that's doing it. They're all in it together because they cannot say anything about it. So don't come to me trying to throw no blame on me because obviously you're the one to blame. I'm not to blame here. You're the preacher. I ain't never went to nobody's school and got no, no degree to be standing up there preaching from no man. God has chose me to do that because God told me that Nebuchadnezzar had the handwriting on the wall too. But the handwriting on Nebuchadnezzar's wall led to death. And when God asked me to go preach his word and I said, God, what school you want me to go to? He says, I am thy teacher. And I couldn't ask for a better teacher but than thy. So don't text me and tell me, no, I'm better, baby. I'm not better. I'm asking God to judge y'all on y'all holiness and how pure y'all purification. Because he didn't judge me on it. I told, go back and look at my videos for the last 11 years on Facebook and stuff. Read my posts. I done told y'all when God called me pure. I told y'all that God said, I love it about you, Cam. I said, God, what you love about me? He said, every time you learn new knowledge, you increase and you change immediately. You don't stay the same. He said, you're so fluid like water. Nothing can contain you. Once you learn something new, you apply it to your life and you run with it. That's, how I, that's what an athlete do. When an athlete learn how to get that stance in, that, in, that, in those, um, those, those what do you, whatever you, strubs, whatever you put your feet in when you're getting ready to run, when you get that down pack and you come up and you in your runner stance, when you a baseball player you in your batting stance, when you know how to hit a fucking home run, when you a quarterback and you got to release that ball, you know you got to bring that ball back, for, back from your body before you launch it forward. Hey, let me tell y'all something. All I can tell you is don't cast your stuff on me because I'm telling you my truth. I'm telling you how I feel. I'm telling you what I see and perceive to be true. And I feel that God needs to say law in the Wallace's family a little closer. I have lit the match. It is dynamite and explosive. And may God get, get the glory for all of our fireworks. <laughs> That's just how I feel about it. May God get the glory for our fireworks. And I am not too big to say if I'm wrong in misjudging you, but I'm not wrong. I've judged you up until now. So the way I see it, don't judge me. Don't talk to me. Don't text me. Don't text me. Don't call me. Don't text me. None of that stuff because I'm not interested. I'm not interested in the fakery. I'm not interested in pretending to get to know you. I don't want to know you no more. I had all my life to get to know you. When the funeral came that day and I seen you and I was so overjoyed to see you because I hadn't seen you in all these years. I didn't even recognize it was you. That's how long it has been since I last seen your smiling face. But then when you couldn't, when I sent you that long ass message and I said, call my brother and talk to my brother. If you couldn't do any of that stuff and fix all that shit I told you about to at least make the phone call in my defense, I have nothing to say to you. That means you have of no value to me. Period. Because you ain't, no, ain't, you ain't Jesus. You ain't no savior to me. You couldn't come through when you needed to come through. No matter all the shit you done thought about me in your life, you couldn't come through when you needed to come through. So don't come through now. I'll sit here on my throne alone and watch God say la for everybody who got the last name associated with mine. Now I'm speaking to you as Kamala Lachey Wallace. The wall ace, the voice of God, the reasoning of God, the understanding of God, 
knowing that I have a relationship with him and that he has called me to speak. And since your daddy told me to open my mouth, I just did. I just did and it will never shed again because I have been prophesied to that of all the women in my bloodline. Now I want you to understand what God has said to me when he prophesied these words to me. He said, out of every woman in your bloodline, I am the first woman in my bloodline whose voice will be heard in this world. So that means your stepmama, your sisters and all that, they ain't the ones because their words obviously was not true and they were not pure. And I believe in my heart that they have mocked the pulpit of God and the things that they have done in God's green earth. And their mother did, too. And that's why God let that church go away from them the last time. But I will not go back to a church to a building, I'm asking God to sit on his throne and say, law, think about it. And after you think about it, God, then do whatever you want to do because you God. And I have no other say so than asking you to think about it because I want you to see the truth. Period. That's all I got to say. Don't text me no more because I don't need you. Don't want you, period.